0: Hello, and welcome to Right Now with Ralph Martin, a podcast where author, speaker, and worldwide renewal leader, Dr. Ralph Martin, shares what the Holy Spirit is stirring up in the Church right now—words of encouragement from the Lord to strengthen you for such a time as this. We are glad you can be with us this week as we seek to encourage you for this moment in history. And now, your host, Ralph Martin. Hello, dear friends. I call you friends because you're seeking God. I call you friends because you want to know more about him. I call you friends because your heart is open to the Holy Spirit and to the wonderful light that he can give us. About every every summer, we have a two and a half week, uh, really intensive course that I have to teach at the seminary. It's actually five weeks, but I teach for two and a half weeks. And uh, I go into into Detroit every day. I live in Ann Arbor. It's about 40 miles away. It takes about 40 minutes to get there unless there's accidents or construction or bad weather. There wasn't too much of that this past summer. And so uh, I teach a three-hour class in the morning and a two-hour class in the afternoon. And um, sometimes my prayer time is a little shortened during those days because I have to leave early in the morning. And I also need a certain amount of sleep. And so... Uh, I'll continue my prayer time in the car. I'll be uh, just, I won't turn the radio on. I'll just be with the Lord. And I might pray out loud a little bit and might rejoice a little bit. I might just be quiet. But when I was driving into Detroit one morning this past summer, just not too long ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, uh, I i just was so struck by the clouds you know how sometimes the, the cloud formations are just so beautiful and sort of spectacular and colors and shapes and heights and depths and lights behind them and all that kind of stuff and i uh, just uh, thanking the lord for the beauty of the earth the beauty of the sky and and then i remembered um you know i've been watching some of these new photos that are coming in from this uh new telescope that's functioning now i think it's called the james webb telescope it's even more powerful than the Hubble telescope. And they're beginning to release the first images that have come back from it. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's fabulous. You know, it's like the incredible scope of the universe. I and mean, we hardly, we don't even know how far it goes. It's still going. Things are being born. Things are dying. Things are collapsing. Immense, almost hard to, hard to fathom with our human mind that, the measurements of energy and force and mass and speed and light and uh, it's just like whoa! There's a huge there's a huge light show going on. There's a huge light show going on. There's a huge fireworks going on. It's 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 amazing. And then I was just thinking that the God who created all this and sustains it and keeps it going and designed it and. And, and then and then just thinking about us on this little tiny planet earth uh beautiful blue you know you know the images we've seen from the space station and all that and uh and how if just just a little thing was off we, we wouldn't be alive here we wouldn't have have a habitat that human beings could live in that. Everything's just at the right angle from the sun. Everything's spinning in just the right way. The earth is tilted in just the right way. And everything is like miraculously ordered for human life to, to exist. And I think that how could this little tiny speck in this absolutely unfathomably huge universe uh, have the attention of God? And how could little creatures, smaller than ants compared to anything, how could little creatures on this planet have, have the attention of God, but not only have the attention of God, but be able to have anything to do with them, be able to fathom him? And, I mean, who can fathom God? Who can fathom the one who created the universe, the one, I mean, who can fathom this intelligence, this power, this, this immensity, this might? Who can fathom it? And then I thought a greater manifestation of God's power and might and divinity is him, the word of God taking on human nature. Oh my goodness. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And those who believe in Him will not perish like the passing things of this world will perish. And perhaps even like the universe itself will perish. But will have eternal life. This mighty god taking on human nature in the womb of the blessed virgin mary this woman totally open to god able to receive him willing to offer her humanity to god so that the word could become flesh and dwell among us so that we could now have Jesus. Just, just fathom what it means that the word became flesh, that we now have Jesus. And the amazing thing Jesus said if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you hear what I'm saying to you, you're hearing what the Father is saying to you. This mighty God who's keeping the galaxy spinning and creating and declaring his glory is now reliably and mercifully and miraculously speaking to us in words we can understand that are absolutely true and absolutely vital. We need to treasure Jesus. He's the treasure buried in the field which it's worth selling everything in order to have. He's God speaking to us, come to rescue us from the death that came into creation. He's the one who loves us and knows what it's like to be a human being and who's come to take us back to the Father's house. And that's mm-hmm. there's a place for us. There's a place in this immense creation that's for humans. There's a place in this immense creation that's for us. Jesus promised us. I'm going away to prepare a place for you. If that wasn't the case, I wouldn't have told you that. And there's many mansions in my father's house. There's many places for human beings. There's many places for those who want to be with me and who listen to me and obey me and follow me. And if you would just take a hold of me, if you would just eat my body and drink my blood in the sacraments, if you would just be faithful to me to the end, despite temptation, despite suffering, despite pain, Whoa, you're gonna you're gonna see the glory. You're gonna be the glory. You're gonna have glorified bodies. Ah! one day I was talking to a Carmelite Hermitess, Mother Immaculata in a hermitage not too far out of Stu, Ohio. And she she's a very holy woman. She's written some really wonderful things, not widely available. And uh One day she said, I want to show you a picture of the beatific vision. I want to show you a picture of God. This is what she held up. Jesus, at his most vulnerable, in the womb of the Virgin Mary. Jesus is a little child. Jesus is a man kneeling at the feet of his creatures. Cleansing them, washing them, loving them, sacrificing for them. This mighty God begging us to be saved. Begging us to pass from mortality to immortality. This mighty God kneeling at our feet. Cleansing us with his word, with his spirit, with his sacraments. Sometimes when you start thinking about the universe and how big it is, and people speculate, well, are there other is there intelligent life on other planets? Is what's God doing in other places? Well, we don't know, but we know one thing for sure. The word became flesh, dwelt among us. And now at the right hand of the Father, He's there bodily. We know that Mary has already gone ahead of us and she's there bodily as a, as a place for us bodily human beings to be cleansed of the death that came into our soul through sin and to experience the forgiveness of sin through the sacrifice of Jesus, the incarnation that led to the cross, that led to him taking it upon us himself all the ugliness, all the sin, all the hatred, all the foolishness, all the evil of the world, and opening up a door for us to get through it, to get healed of it, to get cured of it, and to share with him in the glory of his risen body. So whatever else is happening in the universe, we, we know what's happening now for us. This is from Revelations chapter 21. I also saw the holy city. A new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, God's dwelling is with the human race. Oh, thanks be to God. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will always be with them as their God. It's permanent the incarnation is permanent, the body of Christ is permanent, and our relationship with the Lord and our redemption is permanent if we just stay faithful to the end, if we just love him, if we're just not afraid to come to him, if we just are willing to become a little child so we can enter the kingdom of God. So you never know what's going to happen when you look up at the clouds You never know what's going to happen when you're driving a car and praying. You never know what the Lord's going to show you because he's so merciful through his Holy Spirit. I just wanted to share with you today what I saw beyond the clouds driving to Detroit to teach my class. This podcast is brought to you by Renewal Ministries, part of the Renewal Podcast Network. If you are enjoying this podcast, we invite you to help us spread the word by leaving us a rating or review, following or subscribing to this podcast or sharing on social media. Until next time, this is Right Now with Ralph Martin.